Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Nicola Everett. It's Thursday the 18th of July coming up. Gatwick to push ahead with plans which could lead to third runway. Even just the extra numbers on the runway that are already there is going to make life intolerable for those who are subjected to aircraft noise. Golf course costing council thousands after shutting down. We could have had a community asset earning money. Had it been advertised properly and managed properly, I believe it would have been a, lo- uh, a, a, a money winner. And Rory McElroy, favourite as the Open gets underway. If he does come through, well, you know, the best to him. He'll have deserved it fully. It'll be difficult for him to compose himself and to get the job done. Kent Online News. Our top story is that it's been revealed today. Gatwick are pushing ahead with a master plan, which could eventually lead to the building of a third runway. The company has announced plans to increase the number of flights taking off from the current runway and using the standby one for routine flights by the mid-2020s. They also want to safeguard land to possibly expand in future. Richard Stratfield chairs an aviation action group in West Kent. The kind of impact that this would have, even just... The numbers, the extra numbers on the runway that are already there is going to make life intolerable for those who are subjected to aircraft noise. Uh, It is uh, the numbers of aircraft that they would be subjected to one every two minutes during the the busiest times, uh, constant noise of 60 decibels and and above in an area of outstanding natural beauty. Uh, It reduces people's life chances, it wrecks their sleep, it uh, has a big impact on the value of their house uh, and none of that is taken into account uh, in Gatwick's plan. Living near the airport now, well we're actually not that near the airport, uh, but we're still extremely badly affected by aviation aircraft noise because of the way that the route is, is flown. Years ago there were lots of what one might call minor roads into Gatwick that aircraft used to use and the noise was spread out. Nowadays, in order to get more aircraft in, they're concentrated onto one motorway and that, for those who are living under it, who never knew that they were going to be living under an aerial motorway, that has been... uh, And and this, this plan essentially adds another lane to that motorway. If this goes ahead, then... All the campaign groups around the airport are determined to uh, stop that happening and will we'll continue to fight for our residents and make uh, the airport live up to its, uh, its obligations to the local community. We cannot have a situation where uh, a business just uh, railroads over the top uh, to mix mix my transportation metaphors, uh, the top of a, of a community without either uh, balancing the impact with the with the growth, or paying compensation to to those who are affected. The future of aviation is a, is a huge issue, uh, and it's because we currently face a climate emergency, and the operations that run out of Gatwick Airport are fueling that emergency. Now, there may be a time in the future where electric planes come in, just as there have been for electric cars, but we do not need to see growth in our airports when we face an existential, or while we face an existential threat. And I think Gatwick are doing the, doing the wrong thing at the wrong time, and they're 
uh, and they're not taking their social, environmental or economic responsibilities seriously. Expansion in Gatwick has already had a very serious effect on the communities in, uh, in West Kent, particularly the villages of, of Hever, Chillingstone and Penshurst, all with historic monuments, visitors wanting to come to, come to see a population whose tranquil surroundings have been smashed by uh, aviation and the change in flight paths and the use of the airport in the last five years and will be even more badly affected by this plan. Kent Online reports. Elsewhere today, a Gillingham man's murder trial has been postponed for eight months because of a cyber attack on a forensics lab. 35-year-old Michael Bryant is accused of killing his neighbour in the vineries on Valentine's Day. He's been remanded in custody, but the case has been put back until next March to allow the prosecution to carry out more investigations. At Kent Online, you can see video footage of a group of suspected migrants climbing out of the back of a lorry on the M25 in Kent. It was filmed yesterday morning and shows five people getting out of the HGV, which was parked up near the Dartford Tunnel. A man's due at Crown Court next month, charged with sexually assaulting a woman in her 20s in a subway in Chatham. Samuel Crabtree appeared at Medway Magistrates earlier after suffering a medical episode which delayed his hearing yesterday. The 30-year-old from Cecil Road in Rochester is accused of attacking the woman between Dock Road and Melville Court in the early hours of Sunday. He's been remanded in custody. Kent Online reports. More animals in Kent were shot at with air guns than anywhere else in the southeast, according to figures given to KMFM. The RSPCA say they received 35 calls about it here last year, the third highest figure in the country behind Greater London and Manchester. Across England and Wales, cats were most likely to be victims, followed by pigeons. A Kent MP has asked Facebook's communications boss, Nick Clegg, for an explanation about apparently conflicting evidence during an inquiry into fake news. Folkestone Heights Damien Collins chairs the Digital Culture, Media and Sport Committee and claims there are inconsistencies. It relates to apps which violate policies on the social media platform by improperly accessing users' data. Now, it's been claimed a golf course in Medway that was closed because it wasn't making any money could have been kept open because it's still costing about the same amount. Now it's shut. Dingate Ridge near Who was said to be losing around £200,000 a year and had dwindling membership. But since closing last year, security at the site is thought to be costing thousands of pounds a month and the council are expected to announce spending a further 150000 exploring how to redevelop it. Well, Harry's been chatting to councillor Ron Sands, who will be quizzing council bosses about it at a meeting tonight. It was shut down in 2018 as a loss-making enterprise. Um, a Medway council said it lost £1.5 in seven years, just over 200000 a year. Um, and then suddenly we find that the cost for security alone in the year it's been shut is £142,000, a staggering £2,370 per week. We haven't had the cost of the rates yet or the maintenance, although it's not been maintained as a golf course, it's still been maintained and all those costs have got to go on top. So we're not far off the £200,000 they said it was a loss-making article for as you say, it was closed because it was costing lots of money, but you're maybe even saying that you know, if you just kept it open for a year while you were trying to work out what the future was, you wouldn't have to make, spend all this money? That, that's correct. I mean, in, in theory, we could have kept it open at least until the HIF bid had been organised and agreed. Um, that's nowhere near that. We, we're, not, we're not sure what's happening to that. And it would have been a community asset earning money 
rather than costing the ratepayers of Medway money. And what do you anticipate maybe the answer will be from Howard Doe when you put this question to him on Thursday? I don't think there'll be any answer, in all honesty. I don't, um, uh, with respect to, to Councillor Doe, a very experienced councillor, I don't think they have an answer that will satisfy anybody on the peninsula. And what do you think kind of the, you know, the feeling is at the moment on Dean Gate? Obviously it was you know, such a sad loss for the area in particular and beyond, but then the reasons being you know, that it was costing the council so much money, but then people will see in the last couple of weeks, first off the money spent to do the money proposed to be spent for these surveys, and then the money that's apparently been spent on the security, people must kind of be scratching their heads. Well, yeah, it, it, it's a very strange thing because uh, to spend another £150,000 on a survey to see what the, what the value of the land is um, seems rather strange to me. And, and don't forget, we're taking that from our reserves. Um, so it's costing well over 300000 already um, when we could have had a community asset earning money. Had it been advertised properly and managed properly, I believe it would have been a, 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 a money winner rather than loss making. A Medway driving instructor has been found guilty of hitting a pupil with a ruler when she made mistakes. Majid Arshad used the piece of stationery to strike her leg whenever she stalled or went into the wrong gear. The 38-year-old from Kingsnorth Road in Gillingham denied assault by beating but was found guilty. He's been told to do 100 hours of unpaid work and pay £100 in compensation. A hugely popular firework display in Kent has been permanently cancelled after its venue was sold off to be developed for housing. The Upchurch Family Fireworks has been going on for more than 30 years and has most recently been held at Westmore Farm along the A2. Organisers say they regret the decision and have thanked everyone who's been involved in the event over the years. A primary school in a rural part of Medway has been saved from closure. There were plans to shut Stoke Primary with children instead being sent to All Hallows which is also run by the Lee Academy's Trust. Parents staged a protest earlier this month and claimed the route they'd have to walk was long and dangerous. Now the government has rejected the merger. And the Kent man who created the famous Shaken Vac song has died at the age of 78. Jonathan Hodge from Folkestone wrote more than 2,000 jingles for radio and TV ads including Mars Bar, Bird's Eye Potato Waffles and Pepsi. His daughters described him as an eccentric character with a very bright personality and great sense of humour. Kent Online Sport. Well, a year before it heads to Kent, the most famous golf tournament in the world is underway in Northern Ireland. The Open is being played at Royal Portrush for the first time in 68 years before heading to Royal St George's in Sandwich in 2020. Rory McIlroy is favourite to win the tournament, but golf legend Colin Montgomery has been telling Steve on the sports desk who he thinks could come out on top. It's a lot of pressure on a lot of the Irish guys, a lot of people are talking about an Irish winner, you know, and, and if I was going for an Irish winner, I'd probably, I'd probably, you know, vote for Shane Lowry. I think he's a very good striker of a golf ball, a good Lynx player, has won the Irish Open before, done well in Lynx courses, and I think it could well be his turn, but you never know. You've got to be slightly fortunate uh, with the weather forecast, uh, you know, you can get out at 6.30 and be very good, or you can out at 4.30 and be and be very bad. You just don't know how it's going to be. So you need a little bit of fortune the first two days. Uh, but, you know, Kepka's going to be there. He's there every major nowadays. And it nice to see Jordan Spieth come back to some form at the Open again. He loves it. He loves that competition. Uh, but you could say that of 50 people, really. It's, it's very open this year. And, uh, you know, you never know. So that's the entertaining thing about it. And the, and the thrill of the Open is that you're not sure who's going to do well 
uh, year to year. Yeah, of course. And when people talk about the prospect of a Rory McIlroy fairy tale, obviously playing in, in Northern Ireland, it, I mean, it would be a sure. great story. But I suppose that expectation can weigh heavy on a player as well. Well, it can indeed. You know, it's, it's very much so. I used to do a bit of pressure playing the Scottish Open or when the Open was in Scotland when, you know, in my sort of heyday back in the 90s, uh, you know, it, it was added pressure and Rory's got that tenfold on his shoulders now in Northern Ireland. Uh, uh, if he does come through, well, you know, the best to him. It'll, it'll, you know, he'll have, he'll have deserved it fully. Uh, it'll be difficult for him to, to compose himself and to, and to, and to get the job done when the crowd are so much for you. It's, it's, it's sometimes can backfire, but it sometimes can be good for you. So, you know, we wish him well, obviously it'll be something that, will always go down in history if he does it if he does do it but uh, a lot of pressure on him but uh, obviously as a Brit and, and a British supporter we wish him well. And finally a cloud of flying ants over Kent has been seen from space. The Met Office says the swarm yesterday was so dense their radar thought it was showers of rain over the south coast. That's it for now but don't forget you can go on to kentonline.co.uk for more news throughout the day. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.